0: Before we get started, I would like to mention a trigger warning. In the following conversation, the topics of depression and suicide are addressed. It starts at the 42-minute mark until the 49-minute mark. As well, at the 58-minute and 15-second mark until the 59-minute mark. If you are struggling with these things, know that you are not alone, even if it feels like that. You have so much to offer, and what you are feeling or not feeling is valid. If you are in a bad place and considering drastic actions, please talk to someone. The Canadian suicide hotline number is 833-456-4566. As well, help is available at suicidepreventionlifeline.org for anyone in the United States. There is also a phone number attached to their page. If you think someone is suffering from this, especially in their current circumstances, reach out to them. Show them love and compassion, and guide them towards support systems that can help them. You are not alone. You are loved, And you are valid.
1: Hello. Welcome. (laughs) Back to it. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome back to the second episode of Of. Comfy (laughs) Conversations. It has been an
0: emotional roller coaster uh, of a week, but it's been good. It's been good. We've gotten to talk to a lot of people, and a lot of people that I haven't talked to in quite a few years, actually. Talk a little louder. Oh yeah, okay. (laughs) I don't yeah I don't know why I'm
1: talking so quietly. Um, Uh, We had a lot of good feedback. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, it was good, and it was surprising, but good in a good way, like, yeah, in a really a good, good way.
0: way. So thank you to everybody who uh, listened. And yeah,
1: and thank you for people who reached out to us, and like it was yeah. really nice to hear from people, and yeah, just kind of that this it it served its purpose, I guess. Yeah,
0: like, it was what we wanted it to be. I mean, we I mean, it, we it underestimated the response to it.
1: Yeah, definitely by a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting only like four people. To listen, <laughs> we were we were preparing we were preparing for you know failure. We were like, okay, like yeah, like only four people are gonna listen to this, and that's fine. We have to be okay that like no one's gonna listen to this, but we did not really prepare for people the to opposite. actually listen. Because <laughs> you know we should have like putting it out
0: in into the public into the public. But um, should probably should have prepared for both yeah. <laughs> sides. Yeah. Uh, I I always
1: just automatically I'm like you can fail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> um. But, yeah, no, it was super cool, and, like, yeah, uh, I had some people, actually, I had more than one person who was, like, live texting me as they were right. listening to it, and it was really cool. It was, I
1: I, I thought it was fun. Yeah.
0: Because it was, like, a conversation that I would love to have with them. Right. But, like, how do you reach out to someone? And yeah, like, and just,
1: like, how do you just start this kind like, of conversation? hey, so I've decided to leave the church. <laughs> have you? <laughs> have you? Like, yeah, it's not something that, it has to be in the right context, which, yeah. like, is very... It doesn't happen very often. No, exactly. So I'm um, <laughs> I'm glad we did this. Yay! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would also like to reiterate that this is not to discourage anyone, um, or encourage you to stop being a Christian. Yeah. That's not the point of this, because like I know there was a concern from a few people that we are leading people away from Christ or leading people away from their faith but yeah. that's not there's there's two thoughts that I have about that is one like that's not the point of this is like we're we're not trying to attack Christians that's not the point of this um, accountability is different from attacking I think I think so and yeah, um, second thing is that if someone listens to this and does decide to you know, that that if they were already on the fence and then they listen to this and then they decide to stop being a Christian, that's not really our fault because yeah. ultimately they made that decision. We are not responsible for their decisions.
0: Mm-hmm. So exactly.
1: that's my thoughts on it. Obviously, you don't have to agree, but...
0: And on top of that, I think... I think...
1: Like, we... The
0: fact that we are stepping away from the church and from a uh, specific brand of Christianity means that we are no longer held accountable to those standards or we shouldn't be right because we are literally saying like we're not in this anymore so to sit, to hold us to those standards is doesn't make sense yeah right, right. Like, like you can but it's not you yeah. don't feel bad about it anymore <laughs>
1: right right yeah and I think it's like yeah like a lot of people are saying to me as well like it's just a step in being my being our most authentic self which isn't yeah. which isn't a bad thing and we shouldn't be ashamed of doing that yeah um, And it, like since
0: releasing that i don't remember what day do we le- release friday fridays, fridays. <laughs> okay <laughs> since last friday as much as it has been an emotional roller coaster like i feel like the most authentic version of myself and i like i feel like i can talk yeah. to people now like i don't i feel yeah, like exactly. i can engage it, and i don't it doesn't make sense i I don't know. I don't know how to put it into words. But yeah, I just definitely. feel like I'm, like, not hiding something about yeah. myself anymore. You're not putting
1: on a mask in front of people, which, for yeah. me, like, there was a lot of times when I I would go and, like, visit people, um, and I have to put a mask on, and it's actually really exhausting it mentally is. to, you know, have to, like, tiptoe around people, and, and like, maybe some people will feel like they have to, like, but the, I, don't, I really hope that, you know, like, other Christians, like, don't feel like they have to tiptoe around us, because that's that's the point of this podcast as well. Just like, I just want people mm-hmm. to be able to say what they want and be able to share what they want mm-hmm. without getting hate for it. Yeah. Not and that and we, not being harmful to others. Yeah. Not that we got any hate for it, but we did get um, a little bit of criticism, which isn't bad. Like, obviously we put it out in the internet, so that's going to happen.
0: Yeah. But and we weren't unprepared for that. That yeah. was literally what we prepared for. Yeah.
1: We only prepared for criticism, actually. Yeah, <laughs> So that's fine. Um, but yeah yeah but that doesn't mean that it wasn't hard
0: to deal with yeah but that's a conversation for another time I don't really feel like going into
1: it that's fair (laughs) but um but yeah thank you for all of the good responses and the
0: yeah and And the the, and the good uh feedback we got really good feedback about Mm -hmm. the like sound quality and stuff like that (laughs) yeah uh uh and like different things that we could do just to like fine tune it and I was like thank you
1: yeah like constructive criticism which is appreciated um And yeah, and also just the good conversations that came out. Yeah, through it, super fun. But yes. <laughs> Anyways, so what's on the agenda today? This is pranky. Um, today on the agenda is my faith journey. Wow, your turn. My turn. <laughs> Yay. Excited. Uh, I'm nervous actually, because <laughs> one thing, because you at least well, I don't want to get too into it and to too give away too much, but, um, like you got a little bit of criticism, even though you still believe in God and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I am nervous to share mine because mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I believe in God yeah. and I, you're, so you're more so leaning towards yes. And I'm more yeah. so leaning towards no. Right. So I'm kind of scared to share that, but <laughs> have to remind myself that uh, I <laughs> I am allowed to share my experience and I'm allowed to share my thoughts and that I am allowed to be myself and that's mm-hmm. the point of this is um yeah like the, the why we started this in the main the main reason was kind of like for self-healing and like we said like we yeah. kind of thought that we were going to be like you said screaming into the void yeah and a lot of people did listen and like we obviously welcomed that but yeah so it's, it is uh, it is definitely a lot more nerve-wracking that I know that lots more people are listening than anticipated but it's not not in a bad way you yeah know what I mean? and i think
0: before we were doing this we <laughs> this is like our fifth take um, <laughs> because we kept messing up and then at the end we were just like okay we just have to have a conversation with each other it's yeah it's us having a conversation with each other not with the cameras yeah
1: right yeah so and like we're inviting you guys to listen to our conversations and yeah it's really public and very vulnerable to do that but i don't know yeah it'll be good yeah Kind of fun, okay. So it's like I'm giving my auntie testimony, sort of, because like when I got baptized, I like gave my testimony. It feels like that, but like opposite. Yeah. Um. I don't know if we can put that. that should not yeah. be. Yeah. I, I think it's fine. Okay. Um. So yeah, I will give a little backstory. Uh, kind of basically the same as Naomi's, but also different. Yeah. Not too different because like obviously we grew up in the same household.
0: But we had different friends and stuff. Yeah, we
1: had different friends, different experiences. Um. Yeah. So yeah i uh, grew up in a christian family and uh when i was five i remember having the the prayer um and accepting jesus into my life right and and yeah and so then that was it like i was born in the church i was at the church like every day basically essentially until uh i graduated although there was a period of time where i wasn't a christian i would say like from grade five to grade Nine, I wasn't a Christian, maybe even, yeah, till grade nine. Um, and then I went to a youth retreat called Youthquake, and that is when I became a Christian again. And I know a lot of people I would like to state that I actually was a Christian because I know a lot of people, like, if you step if you stop being a Christian once you were a Christian, you never really were a Christian, yeah, which now. And I used to think that as well, but now being where I am, like I know that's not true. like I know mm-hmm. I was a Christian, I know that I like I truly did believe in God and I did have a relationship um with him, so I would just like to point that out, I guess anyways, mm-hmm. um so yeah, I became a Christian, yeah, I think I was fourteen um and yeah so i was a part of worship teams youth groups bible studies every summer since i was 11 i went to a bible camp even though yeah for part of it i wasn't i was a christian for uh the summers until i was in grade nine and then after that then i was then you were a full-time christian i was a full-time <laughs> christian <laughs> um I, well i remember like coming back from youth quick and like i was on because you know when you go to these retreats you'll have a spiritual high mm-hmm. um which yeah I was was gonna go into it more but that can be like (laughs) we we are gonna later talk about yeah yeah. um and so yeah I had a spirit I was on a spiritual high and I came back and then I was expecting everyone else all of my friends to also be on that spiritual high and then I was like shocked when they weren't Mm -hmm. and I was like what the heck like why aren't you like thinking the way I am and then because like I remember in the group chat and then like they were like swearing cussing whatever and i was like no guys we have to repent stop (laughs) swearing um and i was like kind of feeling bad for myself and i was like oh i'm an outsider i'm alone no one gets me and like kind of had this like i was putting myself on a pedestal while also like putting myself down or like being like poor me sort of yeah like i don't know how to explain it but like it was like a superiority complex while also a persecution complex all at the same time. Right. Which is, you can see a lot in the church, and which is kind of... Well, I don't think you can have a, a... there. You
0: can't have persecution without putting someone on a pedestal. How I do you think? M- do you want to elaborate? Yeah, like I think, because persecution means like somebody... Well, I guess maybe not, but like martyrdom and stuff. It's like if somebody's doing something right, but they're getting attacked for it. Right. So... If somebody's just getting attacked they're just being attacked but if they're attacked and they're doing it right then it's persecution and martyrdom so i right. don't think there's a way of doing that without having them attack. right that's a different thing so there's just a thought yeah. that i had right now
1: yeah that can be yeah but anyways Good. you've had yourself yeah i that, definitely so. had yeah. i never thought that i had that kind of like complex like superior superiority complex or persecution complex i was like no because this is just the way it is like mm-hmm. i'm not I I did it sub subcon- I didn't think that I was better than everyone else but like subconsciously through my actions and words I did. Right. You know what I mean? Which I think it was like well, I don't want to speak for everyone but like through actions and words you can see that that is in the church as well. Yeah. And I that's probably I mean, that's probably where I got it from because like yeah, anyways. Um one thing that you know was the really the key point of me changing my views or my beliefs or something is um, the LGBTQ community and like the relationship with that and the church. So when I was in high school and middle school, I was a huge advocate um, for, you know, that LGBTQ people should not be Christians or can't be Christians, you know what I mean? And I remember I always told this story. I was like, I have this friend and he's gay. So it's okay to be gay, but you have to be celibate for the rest of your life and gives you giving your life to Jesus. So now you have to be alone for the rest of your life because obviously, cause I, cause like I knew that being gay was not a choice, but so I was like, yeah, it's okay for you to be gay. We love like, you know, hate the sin, love the sinner. Yeah, uh, I very much preach that a lot, which I feel bad about now. So if I ever said that to you, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is my, abo- uh, my apology um so I was a big advocate for that and you know be I was always like no 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 like gay people like the the act is the sin don't be gay or like you're you're gay but don't act on it like it's just temptation and impulses you gotta think
0: the gay but don't be the
1: gay (laughs) yeah (laughs) do not be the gay um anyway so yeah so that was um a big thing for me and then when I graduated I was kind of like realized that I don't know like it it felt wrong and I didn't know why but I still stuck with it sort of I I was falling away from advocating so much like I still believed it but I wouldn't advocate for it like I wouldn't tell people
0: I was having conversations around that time where we would be like because that was around the time when I came out I think um I'm not sure. I don't remember. But I, I I know that at least it was around the time when I was thinking about wanting to. And it was when I was becoming, I, I was more accepting of my own. Right. um, Like being queer or whatever. And so I, I, I remember talking with you being like, so what are your thoughts on like, you know, LGBT? Because we would talk about stuff like that. Right. Obviously, I didn't word it like that. Yeah. And both of us would just sort of be like, I don't
1: know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. So... Yeah, it was after I graduated when I started like, I don't know, feeling bad about it. And like in my heart, I felt like what I was saying all these years was wrong, but I didn't know why. And I'm like, no, because in the Bible it says it's wrong. So it's wrong. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, but like in my heart, it it feels wrong to say that it's wrong, you know? And I didn't know why. And I and I told some people that and then they said, well, in my heart, I know that it's wrong to be gay. And I was and when I heard that, I was like, Ugh, I don't know. I don't I still didn't get it. Like that didn't that didn't convince me. And yeah. so I was still I was looking and I was doing more research into the Bible and like translation. Yeah. So I found, you know, gay pastors or like um, people who were gay and are Christians and would have partners and were acting on their homosexual oh, tendencies, tendencies whatever <laughs> whatever my thoughts were yeah anyways um and so and then I would talk to other people about that and they were like well you can't really trust that though because they are gay so they're just trying to justify their own sin and I was like right. uh, I guess but I I still felt like I don't know I still felt off about it so then I did more research and I found other people advocating for LGBTQ people in the church who weren't gay so I was Mm -hmm. like here here's someone else who's not gay look at this and they're like no they're just trying to they're they're cherry-picking they're mistranslating the Bible and I'm like but but what if you're mistranslating it Mm -hmm. because and then that's when I I kind of realized that the Bible is so vague and that it's so easy to be mistranslated because it's you know it, it was originated in Greek and Hebrew or something like Aramaic that I Ar- I think yeah real. yeah there's like and and it's such an old book and it's been translated so many times and then into Latin and then into yeah like, and yeah. like and the fact that it's yeah so it's been mistranslated and it's hard to it's it's really difficult to actually well, find I can't
0: say that it is
1: mistranslated but we
0: could say as people who speak more than one language yeah translation is hard yeah it is it's never anybody who who speaks more than one language will say it's like you can never directly take one meaning in one language and culture and completely uh seamlessly translate it yeah into another language and culture yeah. because there's different and language has cultural co- connotations it has all these different things mm-hmm. that have to be taken into f- uh, account as well
1: yeah so it's like so that's just like language today as well so like imagine translating ancient languages yeah into today's terms so yeah, yeah i'm not saying that it's like incorrect it's just like that's how we got the message bible (laughs) 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 yeah so then i yeah so i just kind of realized i was like i don't know what the true translate that true interpretation is because you can find because that's the thing with the bible because you can find you can twist the words and find Mm -hmm. your own interpretation and that's what's so hard about it and i was like well i guess i just have to pray about it and stuff like that and so then i did more research and then like I won't go too much into this but like I found out that like you know the word homosexuality wasn't added into the Bible until 1946. Um yeah, I don't want to get too into it because I'm not trying to start an argument of whether it is
0: whether or not. It, it, we're not here to argue apologetics. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's not my point. So anyways, so I at that point I became a progressive Christian. And so I was no longer advocating that lgbtq people can't have partners and can't be christians i was like because because one thing i saw that that i heard as well that really changed my mind is that you know god gave us the gift of partnership Mm -hmm. so why are we taking away that gift from some people just because they love someone that is unusual like i i don't like using that term now but like Like, you know quote unquote unquote, unusual um and also like i know that you know christians are very family oriented yeah and you know like everything is family is everything which i like i don't disagree with but like if you you love family and family is very important but then we're saying because you're gay you can't have a family right so then they're supposed to be alone and lonely for the rest of their lives and that really
0: it's heart-wrenching yeah it's gross. like
1: imagine that for you if it just like putting yourself in their shoes say if i um, straight people yeah. if straight people were the ones being persecuted and being oppressed and being like you have to be alone for the rest of your life imagine if someone told you you can't you have to be alone and you can't be married and you can't have kids so you're alone the rest of your life.
0: Because of something you can't control.
1: Yeah. And that really, that stuck with me. And so then that's, that's kind of what I was like. I was like, yeah, like if God gave us the gift of partnership, God gave us the gift of family and fellowship, why are we taking that away from a group of people? And also just the fact that like, that is not the only sin in the Bible. So to say that the, yeah. these sinners, are the ones that don't deserve this. All the other sinners, yes, they do, but these sinners, no. Yeah. And that, so then I was like, what? That was very confusing for me. So that's what changed my mind. And I was like, yeah, like, and also just the fact that like, we're taught to love people and we're taught to love. Yeah, we're just taught to to love and you come as you are and, and you are loved and you are welcome. So I'm like, but then that doesn't feel very welcoming and very loving if you're telling people, you can't have a family, you can't have a partner you have to be alone I'm like that's not very loving um so anyway so that's what changed my perspective of it and anyways so that was that was kind of the starting point. so yeah I was like a progressive Christian um and then I moved to yeah and then I moved to Winnipeg and i was about to go to bible college and then i didn't and i i kind of i switched around because i didn't know what i wanted to do so i was going to go to bible college and then i was going to go to hair school and then i was gonna and then i ended up going to um a university for a film um which i'm still going to pursue so i did i did end up finding what i wanted to do anyways but i am very glad that i didn't go to the bible college because i found out that you had to sign a contract saying that you would not support the lgbtq community which i had never heard of contracts before within
0: <laughs> yeah which oh i know boy. <laughs> I had,
1: well we had a conversation like after your episode um about contracts and signing them and saying that you would not talk about lgbtq people like yeah. there was always in the contract like don't support lgbtq people which i hadn't heard it, i hadn't heard of until that bible college and i was just so disgusted like just on a on a human level and like not even just like religious level i'm like <laughs> that, that just feels really gross and Weird. i yeah it felt i felt very relieved that i didn't go and like because i would not have signed that
0: it's so unethical for a educational uh institution to force students to sign something that f- that Legally enforces them to behave a certain way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, as an educator, so unethical. Right. It's gross.
1: Yeah. And so I, when I found out about that, I was like, I can't believe that, you know, churches do that or like Bible colleges do that. And I was like, that's kind of, and like I got it sort of, but not fully, because they're like, well, you know, you're representing the church and you're representing the college, and I'm like. But uh I don't know. It still felt off to me. I was like I represent me. <laughs> yeah. But then this, that's the thing. As a Christian, you're not supposed to right. represent yourself, you're supposed to represent Christ and you're supposed to live in Christ, right? So that's the yeah the thought. Not not saying I agree no, with that. I know. <laughs> but yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, that's not, that's not, yeah, anyways. Um but then that, that that college was associated with a church. Um and the first couple times I went to the church, I was like, yeah, this is a nice church and everyone was very welcoming. Um, and I was like, wow, it's so nice here. What a great community. Um, but then after a while of going there, it felt very, like it's, it's not a cult obviously, it's a church, but it felt very not what a church should be. They praised the pastor like, he was the savior and, like, he was God. And like, if I said that to anyone, they would be like, no, no, no. He's just, he's just, you know, he started this church and, like, he's amazing. And, like, he's he's just, he's the one who found this place. And so, obviously, we give all of the, the rights and the whatever.
0: He's God's spokesperson, basically.
1: Yeah. And it just, I don't know. When they did prayer things, they, they did praise reports every Sunday. And every praise report was always... I don't I don't want to use his name. but Should I use his name? I don't know. Call him Steve. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say the pastor's name is Steve. His name is not Steve, but I don't feel like using his real name. But they would be like, Steve helped me find the Lord. Steve changed my life. I'm like, and while I was there, as like, I was still a Christian. I was like, Steve did not change your life. God changed your life. He might have yeah. been the stepping stone towards God, but he, it was not Steve. But like everyone was always like, no Steve is so amazing and I remember even there was like some people that were close to me and they like started and Steve's mom was near us and they were like oh my yeah. gosh it's Steve's mom it's Steve's mom and I was like why are you freaking out they're just people like in the bible it says not to have idols but you're treating them as if they're idols so it was very confusing to me yeah. and I was like no nah. I, so I started not liking this church I still went because um I but just to support um my husband because my husband did go to that college and to that church so i was going just just to support him but i i did talk with him about my my concerns and and while he was there he didn't agree with me but then once he was not at that college anymore and didn't go to that church and then we watched some sermons and then he was like you know what you were right (laughs) i am uncomfortable here now like or like we visited we visited one weekend um we visited we oh w- i remember, this, cause I remember you, yeah. yeah and so he still he still really liked it and then it, that and like i i don't want to speak for him too much but like yeah we went there and he was like wow you you're right i am sorry and i was like well that's fine like obviously like but yeah and that's the not, thing when you're in it you can't see it yeah yeah when you're in it you don't know um and so yeah and I just yeah I didn't really like it and then like you know prosperity gospel and he they they subtly they subtly preached the prosperity gospel because Steve would be like we had no money and we gave our last savings and now look at me because he had this big church and he was so successful he has TV shows he's you know he's flying everywhere so he's like he's like we gave our last penny which is maybe that's true maybe that did happen but to preach that that's not gonna happen for everybody yeah and it's it, I don't know it's a slippery dangerous slope and I don't it made that's me feel very gross putting yourself on a
0: pedestal as that well as well, well saying look at what you c- look at how great I am mm-hmm. and look at what if you follow God and if you donate your money what mm-hmm. you could maybe also become yeah
1: and so then gross. I started I started realizing as well from that mega churches I don't think, I think maybe they started off with the right intentions. Yeah. But, you know, once you become successful and stuff, not always, obviously, but it goes to your head.
0: Yeah. The likelihood, once you've passed a certain threshold Mm -hmm. of congregants, the likelihood of things going downhill, I think, increases Mm -hmm. exponentially. Yeah.
1: And I remember even though, like, some, some people as well, like, they were they wanted Ben to stay there and then Ben was like no actually i'm I'm moving me and my wife are well I guess we weren't married then, but me and my fiance were moving um to BC after we get married and then they were kind of like were kind of upset right and so that also was kind of like a a red flag sort of because like why are you upset that we're not staying there yeah it's like then aren't you happy that you know we we came from we he we st- well i didn't study there but he studied there and that we're going to go be a disciple somewhere else yeah like that should be a good thing why do we have to stay in the same spot so that was kind of like eh, what and yeah, then and but then but then i was like well it's just this church though it's just you know like i'm still a christian i just don't want to be associated with that church and but that's not to say that I i like i did meet some really cool people there and I still like them so I I hope if they're listening that um it's nothing against them or anything or or like still still go to that church obviously but like Mm -hmm. maybe don't follow it blindly yeah
0: maybe reevaluate reevaluate or something
1: yeah just in that
0: specific context not yeah, yeah yeah
1: not not about Christianity but yeah anyways so yeah and so then after that I guess I could go into um getting married <laughs> i guess i could go into getting married <laughs> um because i guess there was a lot of expectation within
0: um, like i think i think us. that could even be an entire other it, episode yeah, as it well will but be i do think f- touching on it now yeah, is a good idea
1: yeah like this this is definitely a, um i'll just briefly touch on it but you know like that we had to have counseling with a preacher um, so that he could teach us what marriage is actually all about and, like, what should we should be looking for in a marriage and what we need to discuss. But we, we both felt like we didn't want to do that because it seems like it causes unnecessary fighting. Right. Like, like cause so we because, we, like, everyone's like, well, no, but you need to talk about, like, if you want kids and, like, your financial stuff. And he's like, sure, but why do we have to have a third person to talk about that? like yeah. we because I guess and that's and then not advocating like, against couples counseling that's oh no like, absolutely not and like everyone's different and I think that's the thing is just like realizing what you need and me and yeah. me and Ben realized that what that we could do it on our own because like for me I'm a very independent learner and I have to do it myself I can't have someone telling me how to do things otherwise I don't learn yeah um so then I guess that was part of it so that's just how my brain works and how yeah.
0: You've always been like that. You drove me nuts as a kid (laughs) because you would not read the instructions before playing video games and then you just play the game and then you would either somehow intuitively figure out how to play it and that drove me nuts too uh but what drove me nuts more was when you wouldn't know how to play the game but then wouldn't read the instructions because you're like no I have to figure
1: it out and I was like just read the instructions Toshana <laughs> no I have to do it myself <laughs> yeah or like in school I would never ask um, like if I like in math class I would be struggling I'm like no 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 I can do it do not ask I yeah. would ask obviously if I would was so lost (laughs) but i'm very much do it myself i have to because that's how i don't know that's just how my brain works um so then so me and ben obviously did talk about all these things it's not like Mm -hmm. we just didn't communicate which i think for some reason a lot of people thought that we didn't and they're like oh you know whatever so we got our our youth pastor to um officiate our wedding and i know a lot uh some people they didn't say that directly but i knew i i kind of can know their thoughts from like their facial expressions and stuff like that but like they thought it wasn't the best choice because you know he's not married and he doesn't know um I mean even even he said that as well yeah um but we wanted to go with that because personally for us we didn't want couples counseling but then because well we wanted to have our own marriage and not what everyone else thought marriage should look like you know what I mean we wanted to create our own what, what was healthy for us yeah. and what worked for us.
0: Well, and at that point, you guys were not, like, this is a marriage, is biblical, man on top, like, woman yeah. subservient, all this thing. So, and you knew what was going to be told to you when you sat in that mm-hmm. seat. Like, the same thing that's told from up on, uh, on stage, yeah. just probably a little more in yeah. depth.
1: And, like, some books were given to us, and <laughs> we did read them, and we kind of just laughed at the questions. Like, they kind of just because we well, first we read them we're like yeah maybe there'll be some good things and so like this could be our like you know like self yeah therapy whatever I don't know not really therapy but like counseling I guess yeah and we're like we can this is, can be like a startup for communicating or whatever but when we started reading it it was so ridiculous there was questions like oh now that you're married and you see an attractive woman um what do you do it's like mm-hmm. d- were you supposed to do something different when you were dating I
0: would personally look at that woman and be like
1: look, she's so pretty. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I'd be like, oh, look at that pretty girl. I'd be like, oh, nice. It was like,
0: I don't know. It was like, kind of like... My like, partner
1: right now, like if he sees a girl who's like, looks super cool or is pretty, he's like, me. look, she's so pretty. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's like not a not a bad thing to admit people's beauties and
0: stuff yeah. like that. And God like, gave us eyes to enjoy people's beauty. <laughs> um, but not in creepy ways. But
1: anyway, yeah, so there's questions like that or, or a question like, um your husband wants to buy a boat and you do not what do you do like you talk about it like i don't know it was like stupid questions like that and it was like it was kind of just like very weird yeah there were weird questions so we were just we kind of started reading them just to start like (laughs) laughing at them (laughs) basically um yeah and then also there was a lot of people being like well what are you guys gonna do to have god in between your relationship and i was like what do you mean and they're like well because a marriage is between you know know, the typical what we talked about last last episode marriage is between god man and woman that's a triangle right and god is at top god God is at the top of the triangle um and so i was like so like what do you mean like include him in our marriage like if we're both christians is he not just in our marriage um, and yeah. like and then they're like well like what are you going to do so that you have a good faithful and like whatever relationship i'm like i don't know we'll have devotions in the morning um we'll wake up together in the morning and then have devotions and like pray together and stuff mm. like that and then they're like they were like well why aren't you doing that now i was like we're married. so because <laughs> we're not, but also because we're not doing it now does that mean that we can't get married i don't know it was very confusing it was very Is like
0: Genuine question now, because I guess I've never thought about it, is that, yeah, I guess how are, that's interesting, because I guess I just thought that marriage in the church, which you would have a completely different perspective, because I've never gone anywhere near marriage books and anything like that, (laughs) like, is there some sort of idea of, it's not just you guys living together now is there like special things that married people are supposed to do to connect themselves to God
1: more I'm not sure I think it's just like doing devotions with each other I'm oh, not okay. sure because we didn't do counseling but I right. don't regret not doing counseling because I think we have a very healthy marriage and like yeah and like I'll a lot agree. of people probably without there's probably some people now like hearing this and being like you're not a Christian and he's still is he still a Christian Is he not a Christian like what does he think of this yeah. he he's supportive of me and he loves me and we talk about yeah. this stuff and
0: and it's us sharing it and his, his personal views are not anybody else's business yeah. unless he wants to share yeah it. if he
1: chooses to share it then that's that's his thing but he's his own person um yeah. even though we're married like i think that's also the difference like christians are like there's there, there's the idea whereas like you know the man is the head of the household and mm you know, he has the final say. And like, obviously like it's teamwork, but he has the final say, which me and Ben don't agree with that at all. And like, we never have. Um, so I think that also confused people as well. And they were like, well, that's not a biblical marriage then. And I'm like, and then like, and also they were like, we would go and visit people and they'd be like, so who, who cooks the meals in the family? And then at that time, well like we both cook meals but at that time ben was cooking meals because i was going to school and he didn't have a job Mm -hmm. and they were like so who does the cooking and i was like ben and then they were like well you do the cleaning then don't you and i was like um to be honest no i don't really have time to do anything and then they were like oh so ben just does everything and then we're like well he doesn't have a job right now and so no so yeah kind of (laughs) um And i was like i'm like obviously like i help out when i can it's not like i was just like do this ben my manslave (laughs) like no um but just like questions like that it just feel gross to me because like i know i know what they're getting at is because it's biblical and i know there's also people that have said that they don't have opinions that are different from their husbands because their husband is the leader and they are the biblical teacher and just the everything teacher which I which again I don't agree with and it makes we've n-
0: seen a lot of really abusive marriages yeah that come from that mentality yeah and, and it's not just physical like emotional and mental as well sorry not to interrupt you no no no
1: absolutely like this is a conversation yeah, so yeah so we that we we didn't have a typical Christian marriage I guess in the in the eyes of the church. the average Christian or the yeah, yeah or the church um but we were okay with that like we were still we were still christians we yeah. um but then i well, yeah when we moved to bc um we we started looking for churches um i think we went to like three because we were just trying to you know trying to find the right church church shopping church shopping yeah <laughs> i like that that's funny um yeah we were we were church shopping and um we did we we found a baptist church because like where we would go to a baptist church in muslim so we're like oh yeah baptist church that should be fine and then um for some reason the sermon was about i don't even remember what the sermon is but all the only thing that stuck out to me was he they brought up trans people and they were like they were like there is only two genders And he's like, he's like, and the third gender is from Satan or something like that. (laughs) I don't know. I don't quite remember. The third third gender is Satan. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, why is this relevant to, I don't know. Why are you talking about that? Because like, isn't there like, there's a verse. I don't remember what verse it is, but it says, you know, we're not supposed to judge non-Christians. So trans people generally probably are not christians because they are oppressed from christians not not to say that trans people can't be christians because i don't agree with that either yeah but what the church would think is that you can't be because why are you changing who god made you
0: yeah because you we allow as i will say we as in thinking back to when i was in the church right yeah right so we allow ourselves to judge other people who profess to be christians and think that we have the right to tell them whether or not they are a Christian right. based on what we think the standards mm-hmm. of Christianity are. So a lot of the time in the church, regardless of whether or not a trans person says that they are a Christian, most people will say, no, you're not. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: on a similar note of that verse, OK, if they're not a Christian, why are are you trying so hard to convince everybody that they're bad and all these things just, you can't judge them from God's standard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree. from um, the, from the verse. You were no, definitely. Up,
1: right? Yeah. So, so then, yeah. So then that I was kind of like, ah, oh, I'm tired of looking for churches. And I'm like, I was like, I don't want to go back there. If, I mean, we're, I was going to give it another try because it was like maybe, you know, it was just an off, uh, I just mm-hmm. don't have to agree with him. I don't have to go to church and agree with everything that they say, which I mean is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but then COVID, ca- but then COVID happened. So then, um, we just you know we couldn't go to churches anymore. Um, so we started watching. Well, the first few weeks we started watching online church services, or we just watched like you know YouTubers talking about. It wasn't always necessarily a sermon, but just mm-hmm. like about like Christian things. Um, and then we kind of stopped. I don't I'll be honest, I don't know why I think we just got a little too busy' cause, or something I don't know what happened because anyway, you stopped either way we stopped and um but then like we would we would end up just kind of having our own conversations about faith and about God and not so much and like reading the Bible and then be like, hey, I just read this and like so kind of doing our own studies and stuff like that you know which,
0: what the church says that you should
1: be doing yeah, right? yeah, so that's what we were doing um And then, um and then so then yeah, and then I was I was really really into God is Grey at that time because I fa- I found her before, but I had stopped listening to her for like a year or something like that. But then in BC during COVID, I really started listening to her podcast and watching her YouTube's, and I was like, yeah. So I was like, it's like, progressive Christian, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I love this. I love that there's a community for you mm-hmm. know I validating me saying that I'm still a Christian even though I support LGBTQ people and. Yeah. you know all these things and like going against purity culture and whatever um and then I, I forget what happened but me and ben we decided sometime when we were in bc that we didn't want to raise our kids in the church right i don't know why well i do know why like i, I, I don't know how that came. i don't know
0: why we don't want to do i don't that. know why we don't <laughs> want it but
1: like yeah we, we something i think it was you know during the black lives matter stuff because we were seeing like what you touched on last episode like we were seeing how you know their church not being christ-like yeah and not they were the ones being like like and not to say that all lives matter is not true because that statement is a true statement Mm -hmm. but it's only being said to go against black lives matter yeah and it's being used it was being used as a weapon it's it's felt like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so, and yeah, and like what you said in the last episode is that we were really only seeing, and like, again, like this is anecdotal evidence, this is all my own experience. Mm-hmm. Um, we were seeing only Christians use that. And like you said, like they weren't even trying to acknowledge or trying to understand. And not, not everyone, this is a blanket statement, obviously. Like there were some Christians who were going to protests and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you were against Black Lives Matter. Yeah. But the people that we saw that were against Black Lives Matter were exclusively Christians. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so then just seeing all of these world views and like what Christians typically were you know, preaching, like mm-hmm. and so we were kind of yeah, so we kind of came to the conclusion we are like, we're still Christians but we don't want to raise our kids like and our kids are far in the future. It's not like I'm pregnant or anything like that. This is this is the for you know just future talk. Yeah. Um. We we're like we don't want to raise our kids in the church. Um, and but we we're still Christians and yeah. And anyways, I kind of I I really don't know how it happened, but something. I'm I'm I guess this is going to lead into. I'll I'll talk about my mental health. I guess now mm-hmm. because. one thing that is talked about a lot and like said a lot in the church is that you know jesus is your joy jesus is your hope is your foundation god is your um if you're anxious as like when you become a christian like all of your worries all of your anxieties go towards jesus there's people walking go into your home i going outside Just kidding No <laughs>
0: There's COVID Don't you know there's a pandemic <laughs> Don't you know there's a panini
1: <laughs> We're in a panorama <laughs> um. Anyways Sorry <laughs> um, What was I saying Oh yeah So yeah It's always just like You know Once you become A Christian Your whole life is Radically different It's so changed And you are You're 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 new and you're 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 shiny <laughs> you're so shiny and it was um but you know what i mean like I, i'm i i'm missing the word that i really want to say fulfilled yeah or it's like i guess the example with the, what is talked about a lot is like you know like you'll never be thirsty again right um you, you know, never
0: want something you you you're yeah. yeah you're
1: not you're you're not missing anything you're fulfilled you're whole. Or like did you say? yeah you're whole and your the emptiness that was in your heart before is now filled yeah um for me though that was the opposite (laughs) um i can like when i said that i became a christian at youthquake i can pinpoint the time when i became depressed i was sitting alone on on my bed and i was texting my friend group and i was on a spiritual high like i would said and you know they were they were cussing and i was like what are you guys doing like stop and like, guys, like, we're Christians. We should not be acting like this. And they were like, Shoshana, calm down. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I felt so separate from my friends. And I was like, I they just don't get it. They don't get me. And I'm like, I was like, I'll pray for them that they will get it. But oh, my gosh. And I was like, so sad. Um, but then and I don't know if it's a coincidence that I became depressed when I became a Christian. But that's what happened. Yeah. Um, and I've been struggling with it since then Um, I struggled with suicide on and off between then Um, this is going to get serious Mm -hmm. and uh, um, a month ago I'm trying not to cry ah gross anyways um, a month ago I did decide like I made a plan of what day (laughs) sorry um, that I was going to take my life Um, I felt like I was just living for other people and for god and like i wasn't really living for myself and like that wasn't the first time i'd felt like that i kind of felt like that you know from 14 until recently um and so i remember a month ago i'm gonna stop trying to stop crying so that i can talk (laughs) properly
0: (laughs) 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 crying is fine it's just really hard to talk yeah nasal (laughs) (laughs) derivative
1: yeah and like when there's a lump in my throat um anyways so, a month ago, like, so yeah, I had never said that I wasn't a Christian, even though I said that I wanted to distance myself from the church, I still considered myself a Christian. Um, until, like, a month ago. And I remember, yeah, like, a month ago, like I said, I was contemplating suicide, and then I had opened up, and I told Ben about it. Um, and he knew that I struggled with depression and anxiety and stuff like that, but, um, I I didn't even admit to myself that I didn't want to be alive anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But even though I had, you know, made a plan, I had, I said a day, but even though I had said a day, I still wasn't even fully admitting it to myself until I told Ben. And then I remember, um, and this is not to like, you know, I'm not trying to get pity or anything like that. I'm just telling my story. Um, So I was um laying in bed and ben was just holding me and i was like crying um because obviously like i don't want i didn't want to uh, die but i was like i'm not living for anyone i'm not i I'm, I'm, I'm only living for other people i'm not living for myself and so i don't i don't know what happened but you know like when you're emotional and you're just speaking and then sometimes things come out that you didn't even realize that you were feeling mm-hmm. um So I was crying and I was talking and I was like, I don't think I'm a Christian anymore. And then he was, and I was expecting him to be like, oh, well let's just pray about it or something. And he's like, but no, he was like, that's okay. You don't have to be a Christian anymore. That's fine. And then, um, and I was like, really? And then he's like, yeah, like, I was like, Mm -hmm. he's like, like, we don't have to talk about this right now, but just like, you know, like focus on being okay. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah so then that was like so that was kind of when it started my deconstruction like actually being conscious of being de- deconstruction mm-hmm. and then i was i kind of came to the point and <laughs> um well i was seeing also i people are going to probably roll their eyes at this but i was watching a lot of TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> um but like, I do like TikTok because it gives other perspective of other people's experiences and like their real experiences, not like media or anything. Like it's social media, but it's not like a news outlet feeding you information. You know what I mean? It's real people, real experiences. And so there's like, you know, I saw a bunch of different people, of different religions, but what they were saying, they all had evidence and proof and experiences that were true to them, that which if I was a Christian, I would be like, no, that can't be true. But, uh, um, then I had just admitted that I wasn't a Christian anymore. So I was like more open to hearing other people's thoughts. And so then I I just thought, and I was like, if I was, I don't know, it's kind of confusing how there's all these different religions and they all have proof for their religions. Yeah. I know a lot of Christians would argue that they don't, but if they have experiences, you can't deny their experience. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, I was very confused. And I was like, what is going on? I don't know. And then I also just, I started thinking about the Bible more. I started thinking about God more. Because it's not like I was like mad at God. Because I know a lot of people who fall away, like it's because they're mad at God or yeah. something like that. That's not it. Or at least I, at
0: the, that's the idea. That's the
1: idea. That's, yeah. the, that's the, what the Christian's thoughts are. Yeah. And I'm saying that's Christian because like this is what I used to think yeah. as well. Yeah, so I started thinking about the bible a lot more and then um and I started thinking about hell and heaven and I started seeing some people who thought that hell wasn't actually a real place that it was just kind of an idea and I was like that's interesting and yeah I don't know I I I started yeah I was just kind of questioning everything and then I I came to the realization about like about the lgbtq people I was like, I would much because there's still a lot of. It's still a problem, mm-hmm. like Fair it's not so. accepted. Yeah. Um. And so I I came to the conclusion where it's like even if, the Christian God is true is real. I, and I know a lot of people probably won't agree with me, but that's fine. Um. Is that I would much rather love people here and go to hell like love gay people love trans people love everybody not just not just love everybody and go to hell for loving them versus making someone feel like they have to change themselves and make them hate themselves and go to heaven that doesn't seem right to me so I have come to the terms that I'm okay with going to hell if I'm wrong because that's the
0: price for admittance it's way too high
1: yeah and then also just like I like I understand all of the arguments from the other side now that I'm where I am like God is kind of narcissistic if you just step outside and think about it like he created everything he created all of us just to follow him Mm -hmm. seems it seems confusing to me and I know a lot of people the argument is well you know he's lonely he wanted he wanted company and all the stuff like that. And like, we're humans. We don't understand his ways, but he is God. So even though our human brains can't comprehend his plan, it is just and it is fair. And I don't agree now. I don't agree with that now. Well, not to, s- well, yeah, no, I don't agree with it. Like, even yeah, if it that's is. That's okay to not agree with that. Yeah. And even if it is true, even if God is real, I, I don't want to follow him. Like the, well, like the, the, the God that I've been taught yeah um i don't want to follow that because i don't it doesn't feel very loving it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel it feels very manipulative and feels very toxic yeah (laughs) like like what just to go back to like adam and eve like why did you why did you because if he created everything why did he put the apple there just to tempt them yeah and be like don't do that I know I was to like to test their loyalty and like free will and everything like that like I know the argument for that but now I understand the question because like yeah you never get an actual answer other than well God is God it just feels toxic so if I don't agree with it like on a personal level why am I gonna force myself to believe something I don't agree with
0: yeah
1: and so I've come to terms with that and I have come to terms with if I'm wrong I am okay with that because you know there's always that saying it was like if and i would say this all the time and now i don't agree with it now but like and it seems it's very superiority complex subtly anyways but the there there's that quote where it's like if i die and god's not real i lost nothing because i still lived a good moral life
0: mm-hmm.
1: but if you die and god is real then you're screwed and you're going to hell yeah which that is also just <laughs> kind of superiority complex in its own self. And like reiterating what I've said the past yeah. three times, I'm okay with my choices and I'm okay with going to hell and I'm not scared of it anymore, which I think for mm-hmm. a long time, like I was, and a lot of Christians are scared. And the pe- I guess people be like, good, you're like, you should be scared because like, you know, you fear, you're mm-hmm. supposed to fear God. But I don't know, why Why should are you, you s- t- fear your your yeah. father? i yeah. don't want to fear my father and i know what i know sometimes it's not always like oh you should be scared of him like I, I don't know i know a lot of the arguments for all of the things i'm saying i, I think that's
0: one of the problems sorry not to no like, no no but like as christians when you say something immediately you hear like five different responses in your head mm-hmm. as to like arguments as to why you're wrong right and because that happens to me in my head like when i'll be like i don't think this and in my head i just i'll i'll hear my own voice or people who have said things to me as well be like no but this and this and this and this and i'm like just shut up
1: right yeah and well and even i remember in bible studies as well like we had specific bible studies kind of for like ammo to argue with people Mm -hmm. yeah it was like it's like here is ammo and this is how you argue these typical questions yeah. or concerns and this is yeah and now i'm just like i don't know I, i've also came to the point where like i don't care anymore what the right answer is i because ultimately i just want to be happy and i don't think it's a bad thing and now since i've let go of when when those words came out of my mouth that i'm not a christian anymore I felt very free and I I found the peace that I was always trying to find with Jesus. You know what I mean? Which, and I've told some people that, well not, I told like two people that, but one of the people, they were confused because that's not, you know, that's just not what's taught. Mm -hmm. It's taught the opposite, that you find peace in Jesus. Yeah. Uh, My thoughts now is that what if, Life is just about finding peace for you. And whatever that peace is mm-hmm. is not necessarily bad unless it's hurting someone, you know what I mean?
0: But you found that peace.
1: But I have found that peace. And now I I honestly can say I, I not that my depression is magically gone mm-hmm. but it kinda of feels like it is. <laughs> and I don't understand why. But if 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 me not being a Christian means that I don't want to you know
0: unalive alive
1: myself <laughs> um then I don't I also don't want to I don't want to live a life with struggling and people maybe and then now people may be like well then you had you were in it for the wrong ideas and you just need to come back from a different angle mm-hmm. but I don't want to because i mm-hmm. I like and that's okay I like being happy I like I like I'm enjoying life now and now when I think of life I'm not like maybe it is selfish but i think being selfish isn't a bad thing all the time especially when it's your happiness yeah and that's what people say like christianity is life or death but also me being a christian was kind of life or death whether it was connected or not or coincidence or not i don't know so yeah that's kind of so where i'm at now to sum it up basically is that i don't know and I'm just kind of focusing on me right now. And I don't think it's a bad thing. And I'm just enjoying life. I'm enjoying my relationships with friends and family and, and my husband. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying nature. And I'm enjoying the beauty in little things. And I just want to love people. And that's my ultimate goal.
0: Alright, so that was... Shoshana's deconstruction of her faith and her story. And thank you for sharing. My It was
1: nice. Thank you for sharing last episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I appreciate it. You are you have a much nicer speaking tone than I do. <laughs> so, it's good.
1: We don't no, we're we're different people and that's okay. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> all right. So, on to the part that probably everybody it skips <laughs> but I like doing it so uh, I have a recommendation I don't know if you do I, I could I can think of one <laughs> okay do you like Will Ferrell John C Riley, and, and uh, Jack Black do you also like musical theater two really weird things but if you like those there is a John C Riley, uh, Will Ferrell and Jack Black uh, Oscars Musical thing. It's so funny. We'll put the link in the description. It's such a funny video. And so I've just like gone down a rabbit hole. Also, I would recommend the musical, The Producers, if anyone wants to watch it. It's also uncomfortably to- topical and I would say more relevant than the year that it was put out. Um, <laughs> not, yeah. It's a really good musical. It's very funny. <laughs> I sent. I've been. I was like sending people clips from it this week because I was like, Oh my goodness, this is so funny. Go watch all these videos. Was it funny, Shoshana? Yeah, that's very funny. Yeah. So you should go watch it if you ha- if you have was, a sense of humor and like to laugh. Go watch them.
1: <laughs> it was the trio that I never knew I needed.
0: Yeah, literally. In, in um, a musical, I would pay to see a musical with yeah. those
1: three. <laughs> so funny. Um, my recommendation, I guess, something that. I've been watching TV show is Parks and Recreation. This is not my first time watching it. This is my second time watching it, but I still love it.
0: It's so it's so
1: funny, it's so funny yeah. especially when you get into the, like the later seasons. It's so funny. Um, but I guess
0: April Ludgate is April made.
1: Ludgate and Chris Chris Traeger. No, Chris. No, I guess his name's not Chris. Andy. Andy. That's his name. Chris. Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah, they're my favorite. Um so yeah that's my recommendation parks and rec if you it's it's a comedy yep. comedy tv show if you want something to binge or something
0: something less uh, less serious less serious <laughs> than this <laughs> all right <laughs> well thanks for joining in and we'll see you next week yeah bye